Honest Money is proudly sponsored by Outsurance. And straight from the Outsurance group comes Outvest, one of the simplest ways to invest for your future. Simply visit outvest.co.za and you can start a retirement annuity, fixed endowment or even a tax-free investment in minutes. All of which are backed by the one fee, a revolution in personal investing created to maximize your outcome thanks to extremely low fees. Visit outvest.co.za today or SMS MONEY to 45303 for a callback. Outvest is an authorized FSP. All investments are exposed to risk, not guaranteed and dependent on the performance of the underlying assets. T's and C's apply. Free SMS. Welcome to Honest Money. Uh, t- today is a really interesting episode for me because we're we're talking to Grant Locke, who is the head of Outfest, and, and I'm going to ask Grant to explain a bit more now. But, uh, but but just from my perspective, you know, we're, we're talking about something which is very dear to my heart, and that's about helping uh, more investors in South Africa and potentially around the world get to better investment outcomes uh, over their savings careers. So so Gr- Grant, welcome, and thanks so much for joining us. Oh, Warren, thanks for having us on the show. And it's, it's great to be here and sort of hi to everyone listening. So, so just, uh, you know, you're, you're in a rare position of, of being someone who's managed to start a completely new business uh, um, in, a, in a fairly new field in the world inside a, a well-established company. So, so I thought it would be interesting for, for people just to hear a bit more about, uh, about Artvest and what, what it is uh, and, and, and potentially why you started it. The journey to Artfest was actually a very personal one. I think that I'd watched a lot of people in my life struggle with their finances. And one of the major reasons why was that people struggle to access financial advice. Well, only about 18% of people actually have access to a financial advisor. But yet, it is so easy for someone to go out there and take a loan. So the purpose behind starting Artfest was to make investing easier. And in order to do that, we needed to create a system of good quality investing principles that anyone could use online at any time without having to know anything about investing. So that was the basis behind forming Artvest, the sort of philosophy behind it. And, you know, we were very lucky that Artsurance was looking to diversify into their their brand into another um, area of financial services. And the opportunity was really around creating an easy-to-use investment system for everybody. And that was kind of the genesis for Artvest. And, you know, they gave us all of the support that we needed to kind of start the business up and all of the expertise to get it to the point that it is today. So, so some people, uh, you know, they, they almost want to uh, attack anything that's new. And I guess, uh, you know, in, in this space, that would be the same. And, and so I, I know a few years ago that the phrase was uh, for, for, for your kind of, of business was, was, was coined called uh, robo-advice. And so perhaps I thought it's, it's worth just, just sort of explaining that bit of jargon and what, what is it and is it good or is it bad uh, for, for people who are interested in, this, in, in, in making good investment decisions on their own. Yeah, now you're really going to get me started because this is actually the core of my passion. <clears throat> and if you think about it around you, like we use systems every single day. I mean, a recipe to bake a cake is a system. A car is actually a system. It's an algorithm. It's a combination of material science. It's a combination of um, thermodynamic principles. And all of these things, you don't have to know about how chemical energy is transferred into kinetic energy when you drive a car. You just get in the car and you turn the key. 
Now, that's the one thing that I felt hasn't been done in the investment industry. I know everybody has got this fixation with individualizing everything. But in reality, there are very good, good quality or sort of common sense principles around investing that can be turned into a system that everybody can use. And that is the principle behind robo-advice. <clears throat> it's not a robot in the true sense of the word where you've got this um, um, artificial intelligence bot that is kind of taking all your data and then having this black box decision. It's far more simplistic than that. It is really around having an understanding of both common sense investing principles, such as, for example, the longer your investment time horizon, the more you have to think about the possibility of outperforming inflation in your investments, then the more you have to consider increasing the equity, equity allocation. That can be systemized and is systemized in, our, in, our, in Outvest in the way that we provide, or it's one of the things we do when we provide investment recommendations. But what we're finding now is sort of the field that we're working in, and as you say, it's around automating advice. Once you start to create a small system around providing advice, then you add another one and you add another one, for example, whether or not a tax-free savings account is right for your investment. Once you start to build these systems, the advice becomes quite complex quite quickly. Um, and it's really exciting to see this grow in the business. And yeah, I think you're right. It, it does get attacked a lot. And it is, it is a very, very tough business model because I think the average consumer in the street um, is just not aware of, generally speaking, perhaps the benefits or how easy it can be to invest properly. And so I think that there is still a long way to go with regards robo-advice being used by consumers. Um, and certainly we found that. But I think that the principles, the way that the technology works are absolutely sound. And we've got some phenomenal stats that we've put together over the years around um, the difference it can make in the lives of people investing. So, so I think if we if we just stay on that for a second, I mean, you know, as a as someone in the industry myself, obviously uh, I look at this and I say, you know, the, the um, I, I hope that we get we get to the point where robo advisors are good um, and and that they're good for for portions of investors, but I hope they're not good for every investor because then then I might be out of a job one day, uh, and and so uh, the. the, the the, the, my thinking around this is, uh, you know, if we look at um, the insurance market as an example, the short-term insurance market, it's interesting to note that, you know, that's a, a relatively mature industry where where people are able to go direct to an insurer, um, you know, run through a process there, insure their car or their house or whatever the, whatever the asset is, and they can do that pretty much uh, seamlessly online. And, and that's been around for a little while now, and, and, and I think certainly a, b a bit more of a um, you know, further or more mature part of the industry for th than, than the investment industry. And it's interesting to note to me that I think there are a good portion of consumers out there who love to go direct and, and get their, 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 their stuff done themselves and do it, as you say, in the middle of the night or first thing in the morning or whenever they feel like doing it, and, and they, they get a sense of control. And I think the same will apply to investments. There will be a portion of people who would who, who would only ever want to deal with a, 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 a robo-advisor from, from the point of view that if they trust the outcome of the investments, they trust the quality of the investments and, and the planning process that they've gone through, that they'll be really happy to, to feel that they're in control of what they do. On the opposite end of the spectrum, there will be a portion of investors out there who would say to themselves, uh, you know, I, I, I use an insurance broker because I, I, I don't want to go online. I don't feel confident enough. I want someone to be there if I call them, et cetera. 
Uh, and, and so they, they would want the same sort of experience uh, in the investment world as well, where they'll want someone to take them through the process to kind of answer their questions, give them affirmation if they're unsure about something. And then I think there's going to be another portion of the market, which will be the in-between. And the in-between looks, you know, if you look at the, the insurance market, as, again, as an example, there'll be people that will say, I'm really happy to insure my car and my house directly, but actually when it when it comes to a, a business, I need to talk to a body. I need to talk to somebody who I believe is experienced and qualified and all of those things and and kind of get a blend of of, of advice. And, and so I think, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you uh, an answer to a question I'm about to ask you, but, but I believe... That, that there is a future where where we've got uh, a combination of of for example a robo advisor and and um, I, I don't mind the name actually I don't know why people think it's a derogatory term um, and humans you know and I think that uh, I wanted to get your sense from you about uh, about what you think of that yeah I think you know the experience I think experience is one of the best teachers in the world and I think the experience to date was that your 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 take on it is absolutely correct. And I think from a practical point of view, you know, you, we've got to be aware every, every system has limitations. You know, every time you build, um, you know, every time we add a new system to our robo-advisor, you know, one of the core things we've got to understand as well is oh, what, are, what are its limitations? It, it's never going to be, the, it doesn't have that capability to sort of um, work like a human does when it comes to evaluating someone's financial affairs and their personality profile. We're just, we're not even close to being there yet. So there's always going to be a, a sort of a place for a human, a highly skilled, qualified human advisor in that process. You know, I remember reading this, and I think a lot of people now, I think just, just to sort of augment your point, is that I think what I'm starting to realize, you know, whilst building Outfest is actually the most, most important aspect of our business is actually advice. It is the quality of advice. It is advice that people get, which can save them, you know, percent per year in terms of fees, but also increase their um, overall return from their portfolio. There's a real value to advice. And I think that's become, I mean, I certainly appreciate that now when, when we develop these robo-advice algorithms and understand their limitations. And that is something that a human advisor brings to the party. So it's not, you know, the, the, the role of the human advisor, I think, especially with forthcoming legislation, will become even more important in the financial services landscape. Um, and I think consumers will, will sort of um, start to become much more um, confident with, um, you know, or sort of demand more financial advice and not less. So I think whilst you're right, there's a portion of people who'd like to do, them, do it themselves. It's, it's, like any, it's like any sort of hobby, you know, you are going to get those people who love to, on the side, sort of go and do stock valuations and going to look at PE ratios of companies and then going to do their own portfolio construction. That's never going to go away. And there are plenty of organizations to serve them. But I think the vast bulk of individuals out there are actually looking for someone to help them get to an outcome. And that requires advice. And I think you're absolutely right in saying that that's going to be a combination of a human being and um, a system like ours, a robo-advisor. So, so I think you know I do a lot of talks to the to the financial planning industry, and and uh, you know I get asked this question about my interest in in, in robo advisors, and I think uh, you know to, to tie into your point there, I think a lot, a lot of the time uh, you know it's very difficult for for good financial planners to to serve all their clients. You know they find it very hard to actually get get to all of their clients who are demanding their, their attention, who might need their attention. 
And, and so, you know, and a lot of the time, the, the financial planning businesses are taken up uh, with a lot of administration uh, and 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 a lot of kind of mundane drudgery that that they have to do at the moment because there, there isn't a way to do it better. Uh, and and so when people ask me about this for the financial planning industry, that's what I say to them is, you, you know, the, the, a high quality robo advisor in conjunction with a planner could, could be the best outcome for a lot of people because you can get a, a high degree of automation on fairly simple mundane uh, parts of the investment industry, and and then uh, you, you know where where slightly more complex advice is needed, you might find that a, a human and a robo advisor together uh, you know c- can help a lot. And then for the really complex stuff, that that that, that won't replace uh, you know there won't be a machine. Made, I'm not saying ever, but for now there won't be a machine that will replace that uh, that that experienced advisor who gives the right input at the right moment. And and so I think that that's really the power to me is it, it it's going to get to the point where we start to achieve some sort of scale in, in the investment industry. And, and I think only really to the benefit of investors. And that's the part that's exciting to me is that, you know, scale, you know, b- big companies look at scale because it makes them more money. And, and that's, yeah, that's fine as long as it, there's, a, there's a good outcome for, for investors. And I think that's the part that really excites me about this is that I think investment costs are going to go down. Uh, the, 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 the possibility for bad advice gets eliminated because that's the problem today is, you know, a new advisor, starting out in the industry that works for a large organization who only pays commission, the likelihood is that, that, that there might be a bad outcome for investors there because the person you know, needs to earn money at the end of the month and they sell the product that pays the highest commission, not necessarily what's best for the, for the client. And that, that bothers me a lot. And I think that's the exciting part about robo-advisors. But, but I, I, I'm, I'm on your page. I think that we, we're looking at an exciting future. It's a, it's a, a leap forward. And I feel... You know, we probably all saw this five or ten years ago, but cer- certainly the product providers, the industry, and, and potentially the technology wasn't ready. We, we are, I feel it's it's now. You know, I think the, the the time is now, and I'm really excited to see how this unfolds. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think you know the more the more the more we do it, and I think one of the things about the business is that it takes time to develop these systems. These, these are new. It's not like there was a, a rule book that existed before that you could just go copy down and and it works. And I think. What really excites me, though, is, is sort of taking your point one step further is that possibility of um, intervening on a more proactive basis. If you think about it at the moment, you know, when you sit down with a client, you give sort of a, a record of advice in your interaction and you, you sort of document it down and then that's a plan. But in reality, that plan <clears throat> actually should evolve every single day. But there's no ways that the systems at the moment can allow that to happen. And what I'm seeing now is really, you know, giving advice at the start of, of a relationship between an advisor and a client and a combination of, of sort of a financial needs analysis up front to say, well, what do you need? And then sort of a breakdown of, okay, well, if you need a retirement annuity, this is what funded should be in. That's one part of it. But really what's, what's sort of exciting me is, is sort of what happens the next day. You know, when a client, for example, has a baby or when they, you know, when they buy a house, all of a sudden that, that sort of change is incredibly difficult to systematize, but it's incredibly exciting. Um, we're, you know, we're actually thinking of something at the moment, you know, we're, we're getting to a point where we can start to almost prompt advisors around client behavior to say, listen, give the client a call. This is what's happened on the account. And that, for me, all of a sudden turns it into a proactive relationship where the technology is supporting the advisor and helping the client or sort of interact uh, proactively engaging with the client before something happens. For example, say a client has got an investment 
retirement annuity where they want to target an income in retirement. So they want 25,000 rand a month. Now we know exactly what the monthly contributions need to be. We know the escalation rate. We know the portfolio and the client is currently on track. And then something happens. Say, for example, um, they stop the monthly contributions. Now, that's not an issue. I mean, that, that happens in everyone's life where maybe the circumstances change. But what needs to happen at that point, the moment those contributions are stopped, is that the client needs to be contacted to say, well, look, at the moment, why don't we reduce the target income in retirement at the moment just so that you have an understanding of that impact? And it's that dynamism that that synergy between the combination between the advice and the technology that is for me the most exciting part about this. And I think it's uh, that, that combination is, has sort of got leagues to run. We, we're actually just scratching the surface of what this stuff can actually do. And once you bring in things like machine learning in, into that relationship, you can, I mean, I think the outcomes for clients will be incredible. I think that, um, you know, I, I, it's very exciting. And I think I, yeah, I'm, I'm glad um, that you feel that way because, you know, often you're right. Um, you know, when Rubber Advice walked into the industry, it was seen as a direct competitor to advisors. And, and actually what we're finding out is that it's such a powerful augmentation and support structure to what advisors can do. Well, I think, uh, I think uh, you know, for those investors who are listening, uh, don't be scared of it, robo-advisors. If it's, if it's something that you want to investigate, it could work for you. Uh, for the financial planners who are listening, don't be scared of these. Uh, understand that they, they could have a huge impact on helping you. Uh, and so I think we, I'm, I'm going to um, I'm going to wrap up there, Grant. I just I have one magic question that I need to ask you, uh, and and then I'm going to give you a chance to 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 give us your 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 insights as well. So so um, I always want to ask our, our guests what, what's the one piece of advice that you would uh, that, that, that that you would want any investor to know? What's the critical golden nugget that that that, that uh, Grant Locke would want want an investor to know? So. It's actually really simple. I mean, you know, you, you, um, when I was starting out in my life, I remember getting out of school and I started working for one of the big four banks on a, on a graduate program. And the first thing I was given was a credit card. And, um, and then I was also given a revolving credit plan and I was given um, a personal loan. So those are amazing, amazing things when you're sort of 20, 23, you kind of don't know quite what to do with them and you, you sort of use all the opportunities available to you. But I think the, the biggest thing that I missed out on was creating an emergency fund, a reserve of cash that's mine, that's in my name that I can control. And the reason why is we don't and we can't <clears throat> budget for unexpected expenses. And the, usually the easiest source of finance for those unexpected expenses is a credit card or a personal loan. The problem is, is the moment you utilize that, your next month's earnings will be slightly lower by the interest that you pay. So you've got even less financial freedom. Now that's, that's, you know, that's okay when your borrowings are small, but if it's a large amount of money, your earnings will drop considerably. And then you have less control because now you're paying away interest as part of your monthly income. So it's a long explanation, I understand that, but once you start to use emergency funds, what you're doing is you're earning interest on your cash reserves. You can fund those unexpected expenses and it reduces your reliance on debt. For me, it's a fundamental piece in any financial plan. 
And I think, you know, if people are trying to understand how much money they should have in an emergency fund, to me, uh, I, I, I think the ideal range is somewhere uh, from three months worth of your expenses up to six months worth of your expenses if you need a target to aim for. Uh, and lots of us like targets. So, so I think that's a, it's a, a brilliant piece of, of advice. And, and, and I'd probably add that keep your debt as low as possible, uh, um, for, uh, um, especially early in life and, and later in life, you know, once you've got a good debt habit, uh, it's easier to stay out of it. So, so before we wrap up, Grant, um, any any final uh, pearls of wisdom? Yeah, I just, I, I guess, I just wanted to say that I think um, the regulator is really on the front foot here. So, the robo advice industry is actually being well regulated. We actually have got our own set of regulations that we need to comply with, and I think a lot of financial planners and a lot of clients out there are worried about this black box approach to you know, using a system, using a robo-advisor. But in reality, if those services are regulated, that the base quality of advice will be of a reasonable standard. It will be quite simple. It won't necessarily be that complex when you compare it to what an advisor can do in certain circumstances. But the quality will be good because the regulator is out there and he's regulating. And I guess, you know, it's, you know if for, for those financial planners that are interested um, there are direct pieces of regulation that speak to what you have to do as a robo-advisor in order to, to be regulated to offer robo-advice. And I think that for me is a, was a, almost like a big comfort factor for me in, in terms of the industry, you know, not you know, giving good client outcomes. So, so I think it's a, um, you know, it's an important point that, uh, that you, know, you know, and I think it's it's good to hear that uh, that that they are proactive in this space, and maybe they have uh, the, the same interests as ours, you know, to make more financial advice more available to more people uh, at the right price. And I think that you know, if that's the outcome that, that that gets achieved by this, that's a brilliant outcome for for everybody and, and the country especially. So, so it's definitely something we're going to need to spend a bit more time on in the future. I think that I, I can I can feel another episode in my blood. Uh, but, but for now, that's that, that's the end uh, of the show. Grant uh, Grant Locke from Outfest, thanks so much for joining us. It was awesome to have you, uh, and I look forward to chatting to you again. Oh, thanks, Warren. It's great, great to great to meet you, and and thank you very much. Look forward to chatting to you again. Honest Money is proudly sponsored by Outsurance, and straight from the Outsurance Group comes Outvest, one of the simplest ways to invest for your future. Simply visit outvest.co.za and you can start a retirement annuity, fixed endowment or even a tax-free investment in minutes. All of which are backed by the one fee, a revolution in personal investing created to maximize your outcome thanks to extremely low fees. Visit outvest.co.za today or SMS MONEY to 45303 for a callback. Outvest is an authorized FSP. All investments are exposed to risk, not guaranteed and dependent on the performance of the underlying assets. T's and C's apply. Free SMS.